0: So we had, as you've heard already, the events happening where everybody just uh, came into this clearing, ventured a little too close, they went unconscious, see nothing but white, and then everything starts to slip away. All the feelings, all of the connections that you would feel to the world, are all just slip from their fingers, and we have... Theo waking up in this room. The first things he'll see as he starts to come to is just going to be this swirling, inky darkness. But in this darkness is rainbow-colored lights and occasionally a bolt of lightning that'll blast across the room every every so, every so many seconds or so. And as he wakes up and starts to come to, we'll see what he can see. So Theo, give me a perception check. Perception. let <clears throat> Uh it's 15. 15. So last in the intro, um everything just feels different. It's like there's no connection. Um because you know when you move your hands or you like move something on your body, you kind of feel that little bit of connection. Yeah, that's not there. So it's like it's it's like an out of body experience. So I don't know if he's had much experience so, with such. I think situations. I
1: think what he's gonna do is because he can't feel any. So he's gonna he's gonna feel for his sword, his shield, uh, just anything that he might have. And if he doesn't feel those, he's gonna start feeling and touching his arms and see if he could feel anything
0: yeah so no armaments uh, no gear when you try to touch like your arm there's nothing like you just you, 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 like you know you feel like you feel something there but you don't actually feel the touch on your arm
1: and he just sighs, <sighs> fucking magic
0: and you had a 15. So other than this inky darkness with this uh, this sort of rainbow light that kind of just swirls around inside this inky black, and the the orb, this like inky rainbowy light, is connected to these orbs on pedestals. And about every 10 to 15 seconds, you'll notice one of these orbs will send a shock towards the far side of the room from you, where you can see coming in the windows there is some more faint light that kind of just kind of slips through the different colors and there's another large orb with the same effects that you see in front of you. Um, it's a stone room. Um, you would think it's you, know, you, you would probably think it's a cold space but you don't feel any temperature. You just are in this stone room with these banisters. There's an upper level with this decrepit railing This place kind of looks like it might, from your crafting knowledge and how you kind of know how things are built, this place looks like it's in severe disrepair.
1: I think uh, first thing he's going to do, once he's got lay of his surroundings a little bit, he's going to look around for his friends. So look around and call out for the guys.
0: Okay, so they are still within your vision range. You can kind of see them on either side of... Uh, so you wake up, and you're, you're basically standing in front of this door. And then to your left is Guy, and to your right is Theo. Not Theo, sorry, you're Theo. To your right is Doric. And they appear to be in some kind of this, like, oily... Almost like an oily cocoon-looking thing, and they're attached to the wall.
1: They're in like an oily cocoon-looking thing. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, from what he can see from where he stayed, it, just at, it looks like this oily cocoon. It's a little bit shiny because the light kind of reflects off of okay. it. Uh,
1: I guess the last thing he's going to try to do is going to try to move forward.
0: And you can move forward, uh, but when you step forward, if you uh, look behind you, by, back towards that doorway, you notice that beneath your feet, as you moved, there's this same kind of that, like, uh, looks like a sticky, almost like a jelly substance that's coming off of where his feet stepped on the stone.
1: Okay. Hmm. Am I pinned up on the wall still? I'm just walking
0: freely? Nope, you're okay. able to move freely.
1: Hmm. This is... This is interesting. Is...
0: Theo getting the bad
1: juju feels. Theo feels nothing. He feels nothing. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Not even his gut can tell him shit at this point. This
0: <laughs> this space is an area of absolutely no feeling. Like you feel nothing. There's no there's no elements. There's no there's no emotion. This just this is nothing. It's completely disconnected from reality.
1: This is this is discombobulating. I guess I'll move forward. So I start exploring this room. There's nothing else else he can do. He can't feel anything. At this point, he probably doesn't even think he can pull the uh, his friends loose off of the wall. So he can't even feel his own arms.
0: Yep, so go ahead and uh, move around uh, freely. It's a very large space, so... So, I'm going to say, as you step forward, you'll start hearing this faint whisper sound as you start moving forward. Um, When you cross in front of the first two orbs up ahead, you'll notice that the rainbow light, that sort of inky rainbow light, will shut off. And the orb will no longer be shooting uh, lightning bolts across the room. And the, the, the whispering sound starts to get louder. And it's just like, it, you just hear... So he hears um, a litany of different voices. There is the sounds of uh, what he remembers of his parents. There are sounds of some of the crew he was with. There's unfamiliar voices. There's that same demonic voice you heard in the clearing. It's like these these voices seem to shift and change, and it's like talking to itself. Okay, um, you're too far away to make out what it's saying.
1: He's gonna move towards it. Just keep moving forward. Yep.
0: So you'll come up to the next group of uh, orbs, and you'll notice that they will kind of flicker a little bit before they also shut down and the only one is across the room, and you can see in the edge of its light this uh, metal slab that's standing uh, upright.
1: He's heading towards it.
0: Okay. All right. So I need to set you right there. Right there. (coughs) So as you step up, Uh, In the darkness, you kind of feel around your boot. uh, Give me. Because you're blind at this stage, give me a reflex save.
1: Reflex, okay. 26.
0: Alright, so you're able to. So your boot will hit the. uh, the, You'll feel your boot hit like uh, an obstruction. Like you feel like. you You feel what it would feel like if your boot would hit let's say a stair like the base of a stair the riser of a stair okay uh, but you once again you don't actually feel anything you just kind of feel that obstruction yeah and you're able to stop yourself from tripping over and as you tap this edge of this uh this stair you'll see um, now ahead of you barely perceptible is this shape on the slab and it's writhing around and moving the word the words are louder now as you get closer you just kind of hear it, it it's uh, hopefully maybe we can get free but how do we get free and okay you'll you'll notice the shape will kind of move and you'll see the orb across the room will kind of send up a shower of uh, sparks and you'll hear off in the distance inside this uh, chamber. You'll hear what sounds like uh, a bunch of water rushing from up above and behind you. You'll hear a sound of fire lighting up. And then you'll hear, like, wood splintering just off in the distance behind. it's out in the darkness. And when you put your foot on the step, a light will come on showing you a uh, raised dais. With a very large, sort of amorphous but shifting figure on the slab, and you notice that that's the that's the thing that's been talking. If you try to concentrate on this on this feature, it gives you sort of a, a feel that feeling in your head where it's like it it doesn't make sense. It, it kind of hurts a little bit. Ah. And you notice it kind of shifts. It'll shift between, you know, a human form and then more of an elvish-looking form, a form you've never seen before. And it just kind of alters and flows, and the voices change and intermingle with it talking. And it keeps talking about uh, being able to get free. Like hopefully, hopefully, finally, we'll be able to get free. Maybe, maybe the visitors, maybe they can, maybe they know, and maybe they can see.
1: I think uh, because looking directly at this thing would give him a headache and make him kind of queasy, he would find a point directly above it. Just instinctively, directly above this thing, and just that's where he would look. The way he could still see it in his peripherals, but he's not looking directly at it. But he's going to approach it. Alright. Are you speaking to me?
0: it it, it it's it, he it they they speak they speak you know kind of move and look at you when it moves you'll hear a uh a heavy grunting sound as something busts a section of shelving off behind you in the darkness and you kind of hear books clatter to the floor and then um, you'll start hearing the wood sort of you hear the sounds of like hammers like rebuilding wood And that kind of soft just tap, tap, tap as stuff is being rebuilt in the darkness behind you. And it kind of will form and morph and look over at you and say, it He actually is in our chamber, like the others were. This is interesting. Hmm.
1: What others...
0: Uh, The others, uh, your, I don't, I, I would, I would venture to say your friends, the dwarf and the halfling. Yes. They have both visited before and after and at the same time as you.
1: Hmm. So you said you're trapped. How are you trapped? How are you stuck?
0: Uh, they They imprisoned us long, long, long ago to use our power to their advantage. Use your power.
1: Um, If you'll excuse me, the the litany of voices, some of which you're using are those of my loved ones, is kind of disconcerting because I know they can't be here and I know you are not them. Hmm. But I suppose you are talking of the towers and the whole... Um, people who pissed off uh, the goddess
0: yes Uh, we we were imprisoned to harness our power to help entrap Lestros so the so they could use his power to turn themselves into divines who are you We go by many names, though our only names that we would use for ourselves cannot be pronounced in your language. See.
1: Well, if it gets me out of this magic chaos and uh, saves my friends, tell me what I need to do to save you. I have no problem with that.
0: Well, we hope you will let us free. As you can see, our prison is crumbling around us. Hopefully, it does not involve
1: my sword or shield, as I cannot access them currently.
0: He uh, says, what's so you'll hear <laughs> you'll hear laughed, laughter in uh, several voices, and then it will." Uh, It'll look at you, um, and you'll 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 kinda hear you it'll kinda change forms again and it says, Oh Well It should not, though maybe it will uh, we We do not know how we may be freed. All we know is we need to we need To be acknowledged that such is the reality. Though if you wish to explore or ask questions, you may.
1: Hmm. Alright. Well then, my first question might be my only question. How did they trap you here?
0: It it was a great deceit. Hmm the ancient dragons lured me here i was friends with many of them once upon a time Let's see
1: friends with dragons go by we instead of i are you a divine yourself or perhaps someone almost as powerful?
0: It would depend on the reality that this question would be asked.
1: He is not as stupid as everybody thinks he is.
0: (laughs) Uh, In this reality, we are nothing but a trapped refugee. We are not among your divines, nor are we among the divines of any other worlds, but we are there in all of the worlds, in all of the times, in all of the realities. We are what was, what will be, and what always has been.
1: Perpetual thing across all realities.
0: And those voices that are speaking to you, we cannot control those. Um, you mortals tend to frame part of our voices through voices that are familiar to you, or voices that you have lost or are missing, because we conjure those feelings among mortals.
2: Hmm.
1: Let's see. All right. Well. Hmm. I asked how you were here, and I asked what you were. I guess. he' gonna start walking around to the right side of the table start moving right right along the table.
0: Okay, so as you kind of walk around the dais there, it's going to uh, shift forms again. And if you were to look at it, you'd be looking at yourself. Okay. And you'll hear your voice say some words as you walk around and observe.
1: You fell from the clouds and were rescued. That isn't a common... Path in most realities. He grins, says, "Yeah, well, I'm not a common person in most realities.
0: Mm. You are more common than you would think." As it, it says as it shifts to a different, uh, a different voice. Actually, this reality is probably. One of the few where you are not normal, hmm. I think our favorite one of you is when you joined the church in your hometown.
1: ha I'm glad I never meet that guy <laughs> <laughs> stuffy ass churches
2: <clears throat> hmm.
0: You were executed for heresy, so that makes sense.
1: Sounds about right. Hmm. So, you have no idea how to let you free. You can. You take any shape that I guess my brain fancies you take, or is just constantly shifting?
0: our form is forever altering though your brain may conjure familiar shapes to help you handle the situation better Hmm. um so as you kind of walk around it and you're a little closer give me a so you can look over the slab yeah and to look over the slab you can do a couple different things um so you can uh, sort of look at the uh, magical nature of this device, which would be your arcana. Okay. You can do a perception to kind of look over the device and kind of see what's what's going on, what's where. Um, religion also has a piece of this in here. Uh, and You could also do a crafting to see how okay. this device is crafted and what, like what is going on with the oh, components. I was legitimately
1: just about to, about to ask about the crafting thing because you know how Theo is. Oh. <laughs> it's like, do I see anything that could just be like an off switch to let this thing go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to roll that crafting, because that is Theo's thing. That is a dirty 20.
0: Okay. So as you kind of walk to the side you'll definitely see um so the straps on the slab are a mixture of there's like leather straps There's are straps that are metal in material and there's straps that are uh so there's like a mixture of the two mm-hmm. the slab is this um it's a chunk of stone um it's a stone that you've only ever seen maybe once or twice in your lifetime
2: okay
0: um and you know that the stone is, the stone is useful because when they are carved, there is natural pathways uh, for magic to flow within these stones, and they can be used in uh, ways to, basically, basically as conduits for magic. Oh. And you notice that where the figure is, there is this um, like a. Uh, purple there's like this purple liquid that flows from this creature into the slab itself and then it kind of flows down through the channels and you notice that there are is like a, a, a bunch of sort of wiring and piping that runs away to the right and left that goes out to the uh, darkness where you can't see it anymore and then there's another set that goes up to a center spot a uh, center dome that looks like the ones Below, mm-hmm. and it kind of also runs from that one to these large tanks in the background. And these large tanks in the background, from your knowledge of crafting and materials and sort of wear and tear, these tanks look severely corroded and degraded. Mm-hmm. So much so that uh, you're you're basically without even looking at, without even going close to investigate them, you know there's leaks in these tanks.
2: Mm.
1: So, they used you as a magical battery. Oh, joy. You know... If I could just turn the machine off, you might be able to get free.
0: Uh, We... we know not how to activate or deactivate the devices. Though we do know that there are... there were two keys required for the devices. Two keys.
1: Hmm. I'm assuming they're in this room?
0: I do not know if they are in our prison. Or if they are stored outside our prison, my thought is likely they would be stored away from us in case we were ever to break free or if we were ever to get an aid into this space. We couldn't break free on our own, but we know not.
1: So GM, remind me, who was it that had the pieces of the door key to the tower?
0: Um, that is up. You guys need to note that on your end. I know who has them, but I'm not sharing that. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, one of you has the two pieces of the key. One of you has the two keys. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but like you previously have known, i have noted, uh, originally, you do not know where you're, like, you do not have any of your equipment, none of your gear, nothing is with you. Okay. You're just, uh an essence inside the space. You're not actually... A, basically, you're not actually a, a corporeal form in this space, if that makes sense.
1: Okay. All right, so, well... I do know... Talking to this creature again, as he continues to walk around the table, just checking stuff out. I do know that um, we are trying to access... One of the old mage towers, which I'm assuming is where this room is.
0: And um, so, as I will say, as you step up there, um, there's one thing you, you would note. Yeah. Through the boarded-up windows, mm-hmm. you can see sort of this foggy, sort of cloudy vision of that clearing that you were on the that you were just entering. And you'll notice that whenever the sort of creature moves and this essence comes off of them, a little bit after that, there will be a sort of uh, event occurring from what you can see out of these windows. Uh, Um, And you can do a perception check from where you're standing, but continue with your thought.
1: So, uh, we are... In the process of trying to, me and my companions, I should say, are trying to access said tower from the outside. And since I don't have a physical manifestation, I suppose is what that would be here. I can't access any of my gear, my... I can't even touch my own arms. I'm assuming we're here through some means of magic, but not actually here.
0: It would make sense that your forms could not enter a place such as this.
1: But those who sent us here, or those who told us what to expect here, gave us two keys, a third of which they said was here at the tower but I'm starting to think there actually isn't a third key. And it might actually be you that
0: we're here for. That is an interesting thought. Uh, I do not recall which of your companions it was, but... They seem to be confused as to what the third key was, or maybe it was somebody outside. Maybe it was somebody not part of your companions. It's difficult to remember who has visited here over the time.
1: Oh. Uh, we do not know what the third key is. They handed us two two things, said they were two parts of a key. The third part was here at the tower. They never told us where. So. If that is the case, and he continues walking around, in order for us to set you free, if that is what you choose, uh, we need to be in this space physically and not just magically.
0: Well, that is difficult, for I do not remember anyone ever being in this space in their physical form since since the lever was first thrown. Lever? Yes, I believe it is behind you currently.
1: Looks over, sees his lever, can he touch it?
0: Um, So this lever, um, just by looking at this lever, it is very 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 damaged, Uh, it looks like it's incredibly rusty, Um, it's starting to kind of actually, uh, sort of, like the metal is starting to actually bow um, in its actual position on uh, um, on the actual base itself. Oh, dear. And you notice that the only thing that this lever is connected to is that tank.
1: It's hmm. that tank? I'm going to follow to the tank and examine this tank. See if there's so anything coming your, off of
0: it. Give me your perception check. Yeah. Ooh, it's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> so looking around, you kind of you'll kind of lose the uh, the the sort of cabling from the lever to the tank. You kind of lose it in sort of the the clutter and darkness and just the general um, debris and ill repair below the tank. However, you will see every so often that there is a sort of like a trickle of this purpley. It's not really a liquid, but it's not really a gas material that kind of comes out of the uh, bottom of this tank. Yeah, and you'll notice that it'll kind of fall out and it'll hit the floor, and some of it will kind of course in the direction of the room itself. It'll kind of course back towards the uh, the orb in the north part of the room. Uh, some of it will course towards the lever, and then others will sort of hit the floor, and you'll hear something inside the room here, or you'll hear thing, you'll actually see things happening in that sort of foggy look to the uh, main, like the outside world around you as this material sort of hits the floor.
1: Hmm. Well, that's interesting. So the magical disturbances in this area are caused by these tanks leaking. Interesting. Hmm. I'm just gonna continue along the back side here and get right next to this orb and investigate it. So. If there is no way to physically for me to do anything in this form I am in currently, as he's still talking to this guy, this thing, how is it me and my friends are to leave and come back?
0: I I do not know how you are to come back, as I have stated. Though I do know that there are clues on the nature of this space within this space.
1: Because
0: mm. I believe this was once this was once a study of the dragon or the dragoness Mabari. When she would walk in human, humanoid form inside the temples, this was her study. I see.
1: Let's move over towards this table, he sees. Hmm. Well then I will investigate.
0: So, the table you walk over to, as a note, um, you'll notice that there are stacks of papers that are all organized together, and there are there's a collection of vials and beakers and uh, different apparatuses for alchemy. Mm-hmm. Um... And the notes that you can see on the surface that are still legible appear to be a very, very, very deep dive into alchemy.
1: This dragoness was an alchemist?
0: Uh, That's That, I believe, was her sort of, I guess, chosen form of recreation, might be the correct word. Uh, It's not really a study or a skill she was... Learning for any reason, she just. I was kind of obsessed with learning alchemy at the time.
2: Hmm.
1: hmm. You see. I've always been fond of other crafters. Moves this way. I've always liked the work of other craftsmen, but it seems to me here that this... these people who trapped you here were more like slavers than crafters. So... I doubt she was involved with this, was she?
0: Oh, no. She... She built this uh, entire apparatus in order to contain... My essence hmm. the dragons were not all of them, but some of the dragons were with the mortals as they wished to uh, expand divinity for their own rights and works. Some of the dragons wished to join them in that pursuit.
1: Hmm. well, moves back to the front, stands about as close as you can get to this stone. Well, tell you what, if I ever meet her and out there in the physical world, I'll slap her around for you.
0: I am sure if you were to meet her, she would destroy you from what I've seen. But I do appreciate the offer. Hmm. Um, give me. So if you want to look over you want to look over the, the device it's again. It's the
1: stone, specifically the stone that you pointed out. This magic stone, there's got to be something that is somehow connecting this creature to it.
0: Okay. Um, so you can do it you can do a crafting for that if you want to delve into the way it's constructed, which is what it sounds like you're doing. 17 Okay, so 17. So you'll kind of notice where, when this thing sort of shifts forms and it kind of moves its profile around, you'll see that inside the um, the channels in the stone, there are small spikes mm-hmm. that are inside, like inside the channel. So it's like the, the channel's around, and it's like this spike is in the middle of the channel coming up. So it appears that these spikes are used to pierce this creature to pierce its essence to be able to drain it. Um, And you kind of can see along the base of the stone where it connects to the dais, that is where you see there's more mechanical mechanisms.
1: It would not be dangerous for me to touch this in
0: this state, would it? I know not. This
1: is a very cruel device. Goes up and reaches along the sides of those mechanics and is investigating them.
0: Uh, Give me a will save. Will save.
1: Oh, geez. Not the greatest of those. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Dirty 20.
0: So, dirty 20. So, you'll kind of breeze across these uh, mechanicals and you'll feel an urge. An urge. you'll feel an urge deep 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 inside your essence um, it's like it, it's almost like it comes from within is how deep this is coming from and in this urge you feel an inexplicable urge to tell this thing that you want to kill it it's like this, this sort of burning this throbbing urge within you, within your entire essence of your body and soul and it passes as you kind of sit there, as you kind of sit there and feel this urge. You kind of feel it hit you, and then pass. Well, that's a
1: bit unsettling. Well, I can tell you what would happen to someone of a little bit weaker will than I. They would want to kill you.
0: To imagine that as a possibility for some.
1: But why would I kill a creature who is trapped when there's a possibility of being saved? You always save those who you can, regardless of what they are.
0: You are much more like the priest you than you think you are.
1: Yeah, well, I had great fathers.
0: Uh, but yeah, so inside those mechanical areas, you do notice that there are two. Uh, there's sort of two keyholes within those uh, within that space, underneath the dais. All right.
1: Well, there are the locks that separate you from freedom. He steps back and stands to look this thing th- as best in the eye as he can without getting sick. I know how to free you. I just need to get out of here now. So I'm going to look for that. It's okay. Hmm. So the only thing in this room that is still activated, is that tower. But I was situated directly in front of a door when I came to. That door wouldn't happen to be locked or unlocked, would it?
0: I have never seen a door, for it is too dark in this space for me to see that far. Let's see.
1: Darkness can be a bitch sometimes, can't it? <laughs>
0: hmm. Yes, darkness darkness has always been a challenge. Hmm.
1: I do not have the magical know-how to do anything in the form that I am in. Hopefully one of my friends has a better chance, but I know what I need to do. And I know why I was sent here. I just need to get out so I can follow through with it. So start heading back towards the door.
0: Okay. So you're gonna head away from the dais down the steps. So you'll notice the light above where the creature was at will turn off as you step away. Yeah. And as you continue back towards the doorway, once you pass the stacked orbs on those pedestals, mm-hmm. they'll come back on and the lightning effects continue. And the sort of cloudy inkiness continues. standing face-to-face to to a very, very large door. He
1: may not be here physically, but Theo is a strong boy. And he's going to do best he can to push this door open.
0: So you push the door open. Give me a strength to do so. Strength. I believe you have to manually roll that. I don't think they'll let you roll base stats. Okay, Okay, I see. see. Or you can do a slash roll die plus mod. Does work. Uh, plus four. Twenty-two.
1: Twenty-two.
0: So yeah, you're able to. You work at it. It's it's very difficult to open. it just feels like it feels almost like it's fighting you to stay closed. Um, but as you push and you push and you push, the door does come open. But I need a reflex save first. Reflex save. Oh okay.
1: man. Yes. Okay at those. Fuck yeah! I'm okay at those. <laughs> Twenty seven.
0: So you're able to not because you're pushing the door so hard you're able to not you know follow with the door into when it opens up mm-hmm. and you open this door and all of the light around you sort of gets sort of dampened and sucked away this you open this doorway to what can only be described as absolute nothingness in fact it's like a negative something and you kind of feel a pull from the door
1: And he doesn't have his his gut feelings right now, so he can't. He doesn't know if this is a good idea or not. But well, this is the only door in the whole room, and he's not some magically inclined person. So, well, this is where I started.
0: So I I will I will say, um, uh, as a sort of uh, thing here, as a sort of like stopgap here you may not feel your gut feeling but the only way to describe what this is outside of here it feels like an absolute emptiness like there is nothing there is absolutely nothing at all and you actually feel a pull from this space upon you and you notice any of the light that touches where this door is opened it quickly dissipates into nothingness Mm -hmm. It is an absolute void of everything behind this door.
1: If that stopped the exit, then how the hell do I get out of here? Do I jump out a window? Sets back away from the door.
0: So you can do a history to recall parts of this room if you need a History, yes. It's a history in this game. Um, is there not? Ooh. What is it? 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 What is that? That not <laughs> Um, that's weird. <laughs> that's one thing I would have thought would still be in here, but it's not. Um, let's see. I guess we'll do an intelligence with that.
1: Okay. No modifiers. Fifteen.
0: Fifteen. So you'll recall, as you kind of think about this space, there are there is an upper level. Mm-hmm. Um, And this was a study of a uh, wizard. So maybe there are hints and cues and stuff within their stored knowledge in this space.
1: Alright, just step, step a little bit back. Away from the door. Well, if that's not the exit, I guess I'm actually going to have to. We head back towards the
0: pedestal. Yeah, so the lights are gonna do what they did previously as you walk past. Oops, stop that! Stop it! I can't move it like that.
1: Well, that is not the way out of here.
0: It it did feel like something, and I am glad that you did not venture through the door.
1: Yes. Um, I may be strong and not the smartest of my companions, but I'm not the dumbest either.
0: Well, I am sure that if you would have stepped through the door, you would have gone back... You would have been in my home, which... I don't I don't know if there is a way to bring you back to your reality from there. Oof.
1: Well, it'd just be a new adventure, I guess.
0: I also do not know what it would do to any of your realities that have yet to be completed. Hmm. Maybe it would be the end of everything.
1: You never know things until you try. <laughs> <laughs> And there's non salon about it. Like it's whatever. It's magic. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I guess up here is so the next.
0: you'll know. You'll notice on the side of the steps, there's a collection of uh, pictures. Yep. Um, some of them appear to be like sort of anatomical diagrams. Others are pictures of different um, different people. Uh, you'll notice one. There is a large, um, sort of a large picture. A large like. Portrait of this uh, tiefling-looking okay. uh, being tiefling. that has uh, sort of these green draconic scales.
1: Green draconic scales.
0: And they're they're wearing uh, they're wearing very resplendent clothing, uh, the very essence of a noble. Hmm. Just wouldn't. But compared to all the other pictures it looks it looks very out of place and of the other pictures are to this level of like they're not to this level of detail.
1: Well that's interesting. This is a study and it has a portrait of is this a male or female tiefling? Female. Okay I'm pretty sure I, I personally know who it is but Theo has no idea who the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Interesting portrait. This wouldn't happen to be a self-portrait of our um, evil dragon friend, would it?
0: Uh, I do not know what her what what her form would have looked like if she would have got a portrait. Though I do know that uh, she was incredibly vain.
1: Yep, and he takes it off the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you take this off the wall. Uh, this actually is a fun thing. And it was nice way to do. <laughs> you, you take it off the wall and you notice something. Yeah. There is a there's a there's a note behind the portrait. Oh. Reads the note.
1: Um. Is it in a language I can read?
0: It is actually in a language you can read.
1: Huh, neat.
0: So it's a, it's a note in Dwarven. Oh. It appears to be written from um, uh, another alchemist. like It's sort of like this written conversation between an alchemist, like writing back in response. And it's talking about a, a potion. Uh, it's talking about a potion that will allow the user to maintain any of their abilities when they... Were when they would when they would transform into another like another form, so you'd maintain your abilities in a new form.
1: So kind of like Theo has no idea what what it means by magic. Just, hmm, I wonder. Takes the note off the wall, folds it up neatly, and puts it in his pocket. <laughs> I wonder if that'll stay. Hmm. If this is our supposed dragon friend, turns towards the the dais on the edge of the rail, tosses the painting onto the floor,
2: eh,
1: she deserves it. It goes further up.
0: Yeah, so... The first shelves of books... Um, any that have sort of a binding with uh, notations on it are in a language you don't understand. Okay, so
1: because it's a bunch of books, there's a lot of bookshelves and stuff. He's only going to be looking for things that look out of place, whether he can read it or not. Okay, it's it's like that looks out of place. I want to investigate that because typically that's what you're going to find in the
0: interesting shit. So give me a give me a perception. Perception. Twenty-four. Deal was on point here, you can't
1: read.
0: Right. <laughs> you okay, write some notes. Okay. So as you uh, so as you look around at this uh, stack, okay. you're gonna spot. You're gonna spot two things that appear to be out of the ordinary. Okay. One is one is a chunk of stone that is sort of that that's that magic stone. The other is a gem.
1: Hmm. What kind of gem?
0: Basically, they're acting as like bookends on one of the shelves. Okay.
1: Huh magic conduit stone and what kind of gemstone
0: um in the in the dim in the dim light it's hard to tell okay. uh but it appears to be either a it appears to be like a darker color
1: he's going to grab it the conduit thing like it's He'll probably grab it too eventually, but the gemstone comes first because the gemstone on a bookshelf as a bookend is, first of all, it's um, over the top, <laughs> 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 and second of all, well, it could be like some kind of magic infused gemstone for all he knows. It isn't a wizard's tower.
0: So you grabbed. Grab the dark gemstone. And you said you're going to also grab yeah. the conduit stone. Yep. So you grab the conduit stone. Please give me a will save. Will save. Okay. And here we go. Check.
1: Ooh, five.
0: Natural one. Sweet. You failed it. That's what I needed you to do. They
1: <laughs> needed me to fail one? <laughs> I hope that gets me out of the fucking magic room. <laughs>
0: stone. I have no right, magic. So as, you stone, <laughs> as you grab the conduit stone, as you grab the conduit stone, you'd have a sensation of your head spinning. Oh, Like you're suddenly dizzy and your vision goes white the and hell? a little while later your vision comes back and you'll see at the alchem- at the alchemical uh, station there yeah. there is a there is a tiefling that would have been noted in the, that it would have been um, identical to the one that was in the portrait you also notice that behind the tiefling is the creature you were speaking to in its shifting form uh, strapped into the uh, slab. Ooh. And this tiefling is swearing in every language that she knows. Uh, you, hear dwarven swe- you hear dwarven curses, uh, you hear orcish, elven, uh, you hear gnomish, uh, there's draconic, there's every every language on the sun it seems. As she's flipping through notes and carrying on, you notice that um, Sort of the sort of, the sort of like notes being everywhere on the table was caused by this incident uh. and she'll you'll hear her saying that i I can't find it where is it where is the reversal where's the antidote where's where's this antidote And she's digging and digging and digging and can't seem to find it uh, she says that damn that damn dwarf he knew it he knew it would cause issues. He was lying to me the entire time.
1: Do I still have this sensation of not feeling anything? Yes.
0: Okay. Um, you also notice that she is wearing... She is She is wearing... Um, no, sorry, she's not wearing it. You notice on the table next to her is one of the masks that the cultists wear. Hmm. Except it looks older and it has more decoration than any that you have seen previously.
1: That's interesting. I might have to fight her after all.
0: She says that damnedable dwarf knew that uh when I take this it would lock me into this form I would not be able to get out.
1: I think just out of like out of seer pettiness and because of whose Theo is, like, that's what you get. <laughs> it's called karma. <laughs> he says this shit loud enough to make sure everybody can hear it.
0: <laughs> uh, so you notice when he, uh, so he knows when he tries to speak that he cannot speak. Oh, it's like this is uh, this is like a, a vision of the past. She says, "Oh well, thankfully, thankfully Tarbeck has told me that he has something for me. Maybe it'll help." It'll help me get back to my much superior form. So it was good that we managed to finally get Lestros as we wanted it as we wanted him to. However, it was did not expect the sisters to intervene. Should have saw that coming. So she kind of filters through it. She finds uh she sort of she procures she procures something from the desk. She
1: produces something from the desk. Yep. What does she, she just? Great. Keeps it or she leave it there?
0: She pulls something out of the desk. She says, "Great!" And she walks over to the uh, slab, and she'll set it on the slab before you'll see her uh, sort of disappear from the space. And you'll see on top of that slab is this dark gemstone that you had procured earlier. And it would take a little bit before the uh, the vision fades back and you're kind of the white vision again and feel nothing, hear nothing to then Uh, it fades back into the the room where you were standing.
1: Well, that was... That was interesting. I mean, I like magic, but visions are kind of... kind of fun. He holds the gemstone up towards the creature. I don't know if you could see this or not, but... Does this have anything to do with what's going on in here?
0: I I'd never seen it before.
1: I saw a vision of your. I'm going to be sarcastic here a little bit. Your friend Mabari setting it on your pedestal. However many years ago that was.
0: I do not remember that event. Maybe it has some. Maybe that. Maybe that helps to hide it. I
2: don't know.
1: I'm we'll gonna do one final look over here and then I will come and check the other side. I oh, don't know. Don't know. That's the way out, that's the way out. I'll check and then come back down real quick. He's just gonna do a quick glance over the rest of the bookshelves.
0: So yeah, once you get much further back it's just it's too dark to make out any details.
1: Okay. Yeah, if that's too dark he's gonna go back to the pedestal.
0: The joys of uh, not having dark vision, am yeah, I right? it's
1: fine with me. <laughs> so, back to the pedestal. So, she set this stone right on the slab. I apologize now if this causes you any pain whatsoever. He sets the gemstone on the slab. Exactly the way she did.
0: So, please make a will save again. Will save.
1: It's a ten.
0: Alright, so... Um, you hear in your thoughts Bari's voice. And it says... Uh, it's, it's, it seems to be talking about the nature of um, this space. Mm-hmm. It says, this space is... A direction of will and power the only way to interact with it is to have explicit instructions if you give it explicit instructions and explicit promises you can control it and manipulate it as required however never open the door
1: whoops <laughs> uh. My bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that the so the instruction is kinda like that sort of voice in your head goes away.
1: Force of will. I mean alright, I've gotta try it. I will the creature to be
0: free. So as you say that You'll see all of the lights kick on back back in the room again, the, the orbs all turn back on. You'll hear the, uh, the creature on the slab scream in many voices as everything starts to go to white and all feeling and responsibility that you had in this previous form just kind of whisk away as uh, you go back to see nothing.
1: What the hell?
0: And that's where we're ending uh, your little task here. Okay. So, Theo has uh, decided to set this thing free.
1: Well, yeah. Fuck the cultists. <laughs> 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 Look, this guy's been nothing but nice to Theo. Why the
0: fuck would <laughs> oh oh it's great it's great it's great, it's great because um, I think I think everybody's gonna have a completely different uh, take on what's going on which is pretty hilarious it's the same encounter three times over and so far it has not been the same <laughs> oh man so yeah. Uh, so Theo has decided to let him free, but Theo has also uh, opened the door, which it was said to never do.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a door. It's the only door in the room. He was trying to figure a way out. <laughs> not magic boy. Not not magic boy. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I, know, I know not magic boy.
0: It's just is funny that uh, I just that's not the direction I expected anything, anybody to do that. <laughs> it stuff happens sometimes. Um. So because this is a special situation and we're not doing the typical um, the sort of typical uh, you know everybody involved in the episode so what uh, what I'm doing is I'm going to have you do the uh, the rating review and the discord
2: okay.
0: um, sort of outro part and then I'll handle the um, social medias I don't I don't remember if I did a theme of the week last time. I don't know. I wasn't here. Can't remember. I know. <laughs> I feel like I wasn't here either.
1: <laughs> Alright, so well. Um if you like today's episode, always get on your um podcatcher of choice and give us a rating. Give us a review. It's for this one, it's hmm. Five amorphous beings, out of five, is what we need right here. I think that'd be best. That's whatever you feel. <laughs> That's whatever you feel like we deserve for this, and it always helps. Always tell, tell your friends about us and come and join us. Listen in, have some fun. You could always come in and join in our Discord and. Uh, have even more fun, because this is where we get even crazier, because the conversations we have in the Discord, everything that happens in our sessions is nothing compared to those. Just remember this.
0: <laughs> also, in our Discord, I'm looking for more people to play video games with, so uh, definitely I'm there looking for that. So
2: uh,
0: <laughs> It's true. If you do like to play games, um, you can join us there. Currently, I play Destiny and uh, Fallout 76 on the Xbox, and I do play some stuff on PC as well, but currently those are my uh, my ongoing obsessions, is those two games right now. Uh, those There's more coming up that I'm excited for, but those are just the current ones. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, Discord's fun and everything, but if you just want to scream into the uh, creepy, inky blackness of the void... Um, well, we're on the different social media sites. Uh, there was a thing about TikTok. I don't know if that took off. Uh, summer happened and, well, things... Summer happened. Um, uh, X, formerly Twitter. Um, I know there's some interaction kind of there. Um, it's not been super active over there because, like, again, summer. Um, but we are definitely trying to work on that more. I need to get on the Instagram for the, uh, the account here and I need to share my maps and stuff that I'm building. I need to put those on there. Um, I share them on mine, but I need to get on ours to do that and share, some other, share that kind of stuff. Uh, Facebook, um, we have every week we drop an episode on the day of the episode or the day after, depending on situ- like how, what's going on. Uh, we get a really fun uh, image of what's going on with the episode and they have the episode title, and that's all the context they are given. So they need they come up with the art that's based on the title, and uh, sometimes it can be really funny. Sometimes it can be kind of weird. Uh, other times you wonder how they knew what was going on just by the title. It's it's fun. It's a fun time. Um, I think I don't know if we have any other things going on right now actively with social media, but uh, we are Fates Rest on all of the different social medias. So you can hit us up there. We can figure something out and we can uh talk and carry on and you know always love sharing art and pictures and just go on from there and have some fun and i did do a theme of the week so our theme of the week for this episode dumb decisions is what's that dumb decisions (laughs) Uh, that's that. Uh, that's a little. That's a little. That's, that's a little too vague. Um, it is funny though. Uh, but no, I think I think what we should do is uh, story tidbits through visions. So when characters are given story and background and even little things about what's going on in the world through different visions, and it can be like you know this one where we had Theo gets transported back in time and sees something that happened in the past, or and then he. You know, then he moves on and travels throughout everything. There were visions with uh, Doric that he saw things. There's gonna be there's visions with Guy where he saw things. So let's do some story tidbits that are revealed through visions for the characters. I think those can be fun. Those can be interesting situations where you learn things that you maybe you know it doesn't really fit in like a normal situation to learn something, but because you can do this sort of like out of sort of out of uh, scope sort of uh, glimpse it allows you to kind of venture into other areas of storytelling that you normally wouldn't. Mm
1: -hmm. It's always fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, as always when we close out We love you. We love you. And goodbye.